You're watching Meet the Movie Press. And coming up, we're going to be talking about Captain Marvel, Wonder Woman 2, Ready Player One, and Adam Sandler. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press. Wow, look at that reception. Welcome to Meet the Movie Press. It's a little bit later, but it's going to be that much greater, folks. <laughs> I'm it? your host, Is it really? Jeff Snyder, editor-in-chief of the tracking board, tracking-board.com, at the InSnyder on Twitter and Instagram. With me, as always, is Simon Thompson, Sleepyhead. Sleepyhead Simon That's Thompson. That's my spy name. Sleepyhead. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sherbyson. I'll tell you that that extra hour of beauty sleep that you have didn't taken work. on my watch didn't yeah. work. <laughs> Jesus I, Christ! See, you. I was going to say it did work, but no. you took it in another direction there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fucking look at me. Well, I'm just glad that you could join us. Yeah, I'm glad that I could join you too. Um, and so I guess I get to control the show. I guess you do. Since I I have, I have no list. I have, I have prepared. Uh, all right, let's see. List. Let's start with the big casting news this week. What happened this week, Jeffrey? Pedro Pascal. I saw this. Joining the cast yeah. of Wonder Woman Dose. Yes. Uh, now, oddly enough, this guy was in the Wonder Woman pilot. Mm-hmm. That was uh, shot in, like, what, 2011, I yep. think? I don't even know. Um, so that's kind of funny. He's worked with Patty Jenkins before. He has. Um, we don't know. What he's going to be playing yet. We don't know who the character is. I think it's not going to be Wonder Woman. <laughs> you can rule that out right now. You heard it here Spoiler on the Press first, folks. Yeah. Pedro Pascal will not be playing Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's joining Christian Wig, who's playing Cheetah. I would imagine uh, that Pedro Pascal is playing someone who's maybe a villain of some kind. I was thinking villain, but I was wondering if he would replace the Chris Pine character. Oh, man, I, I love interest. I guess you never know. Um, from what I understood, there were two, you know, decently sized male roles for Wonder Woman 2, and one was like a, a slippery con man type, and the other was like an imposing businessman, and really, I suppose he could play Either. both. Um, yeah. yeah, I'd heard that they were looking at Riz, Riz Ahmed for uh, that role, but I never knew how that was going to happen, you know, with the Venom stuff, since, yeah. you know, he's got a major role in Venom. Um, what do you think of Pedro Pascal? You a fan? Yeah, big fan. Yeah, Big fan. I, I I really like him. I love Narcos. Mm. I thought he was kind of he was underserved in Kingsman sequel. Maybe underserved, but I, I liked him. I like what oh, he yeah. brought no, to the I table there. Him, yeah. He had a, he, he, uh, he he got a lot of mileage out of that. What was it? A whip? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's filming Triple Frontier right now, I believe. With uh, Ben Affleck and so, yeah. uh, Oscar Isaac. So he's got a big Netflix movie coming. Um, yeah, I, I think that this makes sense on a number of levels. And, of course, there is speculation out there, uh, maybe put out by me, that uh, Chris Pine yes. is probably going to return as Steve Trevor. That's I think that's kind of a given. That's what I think yeah, is going I, to happen. I, 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 I've spoken to him over the last couple of months a number of times. And oh, you, look at you. What are you on the phone? You call him after like, the day? Chris, like, what's going up, bro? What's my favorite pine? He's my favorite pine. Of, of course. Uh, yeah, over, uh, over the other saying. pines. Um, like the place beyond the pines? Yeah. Never and, mind. Uh, <laughs> and the uh, the air freshener in the car. Yes. Okay. So you've talked uh, to him so all I've the talked time. To him a number of times. <laughs> He's probably always, watching right now. Hi, Chris. We're always uh, BFFing. Um, so, yeah. So he, he basically will not discount the fact that he will return. So I'm kind of thinking that he will return. Yeah. He got off that plane. Spoiler. He got off that plane. We never, yeah, we never saw a body. No, no uh, this is, these are comic movies. You got to see a body. Photos or it didn't happen. Exactly. Um, so. He's been, I feel like his people have been a little cagey about uh, what he's up to this summer. You know, they can explain things a whole number of different ways in the DCEU. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Like, hey, what happened when you left one of the good movies that the DCU did? Uh, I, uh, yeah, I don't know why. Took I mean, a day off. I mean, part of the reason Wonder Woman was good is that it had real stakes like that and, you know, it had that big Steve Trevor mm-hmm. death climax in the end. But uh, you never know. I never know what these things. I just love a good climax. Um, people in the chat room are saying that uh, you and I, by the way, are like the um, Statler and Waldorf of the Muppets. I oh, I honestly wouldn't have known that that was their names. I was like, who? Really? The, the Statler two old guys, Statler and the Waldorf. two old white yeah, guys. No, I... Because you know what? We need more of those in Hollywood. <laughs> right. <laughs> just saying. Um, Lack of representation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Speaking of comic book movies. Yeah. 
Captain Marvel started production. Uh, literally around the corner from my house. Really? Wait, mm. well, have you seen things? Are you like, flying your drone things. up there? I'm not flying my drone. <laughs> By drone, I mean my penis. Uh, no. You're always taking it in that direction always, here, Simon. Always, always in the we direction of my penis. We don't need to hear about that. Uh, no. Uh, yes, uh, uh, in my neighborhood. I was wondering, what are they filming? And then I went home and it's on Twitter again. Cap- uh, Captain Marvel's filming. And I was like, holy shit, that's like near where I live. So did you get any good spy photos? No. no. I was walking my dog. I don't know. Maybe, I can't Brie, I'm, maybe, maybe Brie Larson has a dog and she has to walk it maybe during she the does. shoot. Maybe and she'll be maybe my you run into each uh, BFF other. dog walking. You never know. Yeah, but no, so it's uh, filming not far so from we, uh, we we've learned that Agent Colson is returning. Clark Craig. Yes. Uh, Lee Pace and Jaiman Hansu. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Great. Exciting. Exciting stuff happening in the MCU. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, was, I was wondering whether they were going to bring Agent Coulson at all. Because Shield's kind of Clark Gregg's got to eat. <laughs> that is true, <laughs> and he's not doing a lot else. But no, I mean, I I like his character. He was kind of underserved, like Andy Serkis's character. Yeah, Always but it's like doesn't, doesn't, in the MCU. doesn't this take away from his death scene? Like, if they keep bringing this guy back, I mean, really I, dead in I the MCU? Th- this is set in the nineties, though. I get, yeah. I guess it's a prequel. Cool, it would make sense that he would be around. Yeah. Um, <sighs> means that they can put Samuel L. Jackson in there, maybe with two eyes. <laughs> Uh, uh, what else happened? What else happened with Captain Marvel this week? I feel like there was another like element, uh, like something new. No, no, not really. No. There, was, there was the photo early in the week where it was uh, the director and uh, and Brie in a in a Top Gun style uh, plane. That was about it. Um, okay, well, uh, thinking speaking of comic book movies, yeah, Dark Phoenix, yes, and New Mutants, yes, both got tweeting about this significantly week. delayed. Yeah. Um, and people suggesting that maybe New Mutants could go to the streaming service. Yeah, and which I've been oh, suggesting I, for a while. I don't um, know if that's going to happen. I, I don't. I don't know either. Um, I, I think it honestly. It seems like it's going to be more R-rated. It seems like that's what they're going in and, yeah. and making it scarier and, and beefing it up with that kind of stuff. Uh, I, I'm, I'm working on a New Mutant story. We'll see if I can actually pin it down. Um, okay. But there's a lot of interesting stuff happening with that one. Um, you see, I don't know if it'll go to the streaming service because I think the streaming service is going to be very much a family focused. Right, exactly. That's what I'm thing. saying. Maybe and New I'm Mutants thinking would putting an R-rated thing would would maybe terrify the crap out of kids. Right. Hey, Mama, can I watch New Mutants? Sure, honey. Oh, what the fuck? Uh, with and and so Dark Phoenix also moved from November mm. to February, yeah. kind of taking advantage of that February corridor where we saw Deadpool debut yep. and, and now uh, Black Panther. Um, we still don't know who Jessica Chastain is playing, do we? No. I heard a rumor this week. Okay. Yeah. What if... Mm. And f- forget the pronouns here. Wolverine. What if Jessica Chastain was playing Mr. Sinister? Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's the rumor. Okay. That's interesting. Yep. You've got my attention. Uh-huh. I don't know what that means. I don't know who Mr. Sinister really is. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, well, I think that's, that's a possibility. It's a possibility. And it's not the only rumor I want to throw out there today. Okay. So, shit. yeah, exactly. I, I had, the, I, I had, shouldn't I, have slept I, in. It was, this it was is, a busy week for the in Snyder. I was going to say. Um, so, uh, you know, the big thing that I was going to drop, uh, I huddled up with some folks, maybe one of whom is watching right now. Oh. And uh, and they told me to 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 stand down, to exercise caution. Right. And in the intervening hours, since I tweeted out that that tease, I've mm. learned that uh, this this is not going to ultimately happen. Right. But the rumor that was uh, sort of plaguing Hollywood for the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. was that Matt Damon, Matt Damon, was going to be the villain in Spider-Man: Homecoming two. Ooh. Uh, I'm told he passed. Um, Which is disappointing because don't you think Matt Damon would really benefit from a role like that? I think he would benefit, but I think he would be a horrible fit. Really? Yeah. Why? He would overshadow everything else in the movie. You think so? Yeah, I think so. That, listen, may, maybe that's true. Maybe uh, I'm just like you know, is he going to get cast as a superhero these days? I feel like he's kind of destined to New- play a super villain in something yeah. soon. Yeah, but right now I don't think that's I I. And, I wouldn't put him in Superman and or the Spider-Man. Or that may I, be no. the case. You know, it's it's surrounding him with a bunch of, like, sort of, you know, teens, teen co-stars. 
Um, so maybe he'd be better off in a more adult. I would see him in more of a world. kind of a Batman-y kind of Justice. League-y. I just feel like Matt Damon has had a bunch of flops in a row. Uh, yeah. You know, with downsizing and Suburbicon, and he could really use a, a guaranteed hit. Yep. And you know, to be dra- again, I don't know what the villain role is. Mm. To be drafted into the Marvel universe, so that would have been really interesting for him. Uh, without having to sort of shoulder the load, you know, it's obviously still Peter Parker's movie, yeah. Tom Holland. Um, I don't know. It, it would have been interesting, but I, I, again, I thought it was going to happen. I thought I was going to come on the show and say, "Hey, Matt Damon's being eyed," but apparently he has passed. Yeah, I would. I I, I wouldn't see him. Not not in that place in the MCU. Okay, no, but hey, no. That, that's fair. I would. I mean, I would rather see him in a in a DCU movie. Mm-hmm. Definitely something darker, something heavier, something with more grit. I'd, I'd rather see. I don't know if I, if I'm Damon, if I want to go to the DCU with the Affleck really? thing. I, I don't know if I want to follow in his footsteps. I may want to go to my uh, another corner of the comic book movie uh, wars. Batman versus Superman, Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> good, Maybe. good Bruce Wayne. Good Bruce Wayne. Um, good Bruce Wayne. All right, uh, let's see. Speaking of superheroes and whatnot, Hugh hmm. Jackman. Yes. Lined up his next thing this week. It's called The Bad... Greatest Showman 2. Yeah. <laughs> Is I'm it... surprised they have, they're not doing a sequel I'm to that one. It made, so much, it made so much money. Yeah. They could just find another adventure for him this to go This is also on. me. <laughs> this is me too. <laughs> this is me too. <laughs> um, yeah. Bad Education it hails from the director of Thoroughbreds. Did yep. you see Thoroughbreds? Yes, I did. What did you think? I liked it. I liked it too. Yeah. Not enough people saw that movie. Yeah, it's it's it, it's it's it a little thinly literally... written. I felt like it, it ended a little abruptly and could have used another act. Um, it felt like a play, but you, I liked it. Yeah, do you see? I, I think for that, I think they kind of thought that it might be left open mm-hmm. for something else, and obviously, it's not going to happen. Right, I see. Because I see. Obviously, Maybe they had something else planned. Yeah, and I think they Maybe. were kind of going to take it on. So I think that's why it ended that way. To, hmm. I mean, I, I kind of liked the way that it ended because it was definitive and it was sudden. But I kind of think they also kind of were like, well, we could pick it up. But I liked it. I mean, I was the, literally, the, I was literally the only person in the movie theater watching I, that. I'm just excited, uh, you know, about like what does Hugh, Hugh Jackman's future look like? Because he has the, the Jason Reitman movie yeah. uh, coming out, and now he's signed on to this movie. I just think he, he could be an interesting actor over the next 10, 15 years, you know, now that he's not sort of tied down to being Wolverine anymore. Mm. I would like to do, see him. Do you like Jackman the actor? I, I like, do. What, no, what I, would you like to see him do? I'd like to see him do more theater. And I'd love to, really? see, him do, I'd love to see him do a really good TV role. I'd love to see him do a TV role. I was thinking the other day, I'll tell you what I'd love to see him do. The Walking Dead needs a bit of a fucking injection right now. Fucking soft right now. No, I'm no, I'm deadly serious. You want Hugh Jackman to go to like the 20th would, season of love, The Walking Dead? I would love to see Hugh Jackman in the 23rd oh, season Christ. of The Walking Dead. Come on, we, we've got to we, kill off Andrew Lincoln's we, character. We, we, we disagree here. Really? But you never You're talking about Dead. Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman. Repl- replacing Andrew Lincoln? In the lead? That's beneath him. Is it now? Yes, it is. Okay. In 2025, and we're celebrating Hugh Jackman joining the cast of The Walking Dead. No, but I would love to see him do a TV show. I would love to see him lead a TV show. I I could see like a Breaking Bad-style TV show, where it's like Hugh Jackman getting a little bit dark. No? Well, he's done dark. He's done dark and tortured. I would would really like to see him do something a bit different. We're not going to see him doing rom-coms. That's going to go out. Hugh Jackman rom com's not going to happen. Yeah, well, I don't think anybody's buying Hugh Jackman so, in a rom com. <laughs> um, no. no, I would love to see him do something completely different. I'd love to see him do some TV. Okay. I mean, he's done theatre. That's gone very, very well. He sells tickets, but I would love to see him do some TV. Um, man, there's just I feel like every single person on on this list I could tie to comic book stuff somehow. Okay. Sebastian Stan. Who's yes. going to be seen in Avengers Infinity War? Who's coming off the best performance of his career in Itania? What Pretty do you much. Th- what do you think of that assessment? Yeah, do you agree? Spe- yeah, spe- spe- he is lined up. Uh, Beat the Reaper, which is a great book. Have you ever heard of this book? No. It's a great book um, about like a mafia hitman turned uh, doctor. 
So he goes from taking lives to saving lives, mm-hmm. and then somebody from his old life recognizes him in the ER, and all, and the shit hits the fan. So this was originally going to be a Leonardo DiCaprio project. He is still producing this. Okay. Gore Verbinski is attached to direct. Um, you know, I, I put it out there beca- uh, and, and was really excited because this project has been in the works for a long time. It yep. went over to HBO to be a TV thing at one point. Now it's back to being a feature film. And it has a director and a st- and a star for the first time, not counting Leo, who sort of you know signed on in 2011, and you know always has is attached to a zillion projects that are in development. Yeah. So this is the first real like casting news and a director attachment. Do I think that this movie's going anytime soon? Not necessarily. Okay. You know, I don't know uh, how high up on the food chain it is over at New Regency, but I think this book is fantastic. I, th- I like Sebastian Stan's casting a lot. Yeah. I think he has a lot of potential, uh, you know, now that I've seen him in I, Tanya and I'm Dying Up Here, I believe it was, and... I don't know. Uh, that's that's a promising one. Gore Verbinski, good director. He just needs better material. I think this is it. Yeah, I mean, Gore Verbinski, I've kind of lost my faith in him a little bit, so I'd like to see him do a little bit with a bit of chutzpah. What, do you have a favorite Gore Verbinski movie? <sighs> no. I mean, he did The Ring, right? The Ring is good. Yeah. Rango's good. Yeah. I like the. I even like the, uh, what was it, The Weatherman with Nick Cage? Actually, yes, that'd probably be my favourite. Yeah, Korobinski yeah. has uh, done some good Hugh things. Hugh Jackman, uh, True Detective Season 4. Sure, that sounds fucking cool to me. If HBO could get him, that would be awesome. Semi-curl on The Walking Dead. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Crossover. Uh, let's talk about Adam Sandler, bro. Yes, what? Hey, wouldn't it be great if he teamed up with Jennifer Aniston again? What are the Honestly, chances of that, Jeff? I, I think it would. I think what? it. I think it'd be great for both of them. And in fact, it is happening. So, <laughs> shit, so just go amazing. with it. Let it okay, happen. Cool. Right. Get it. Yeah. Uh, they're doing this movie, Murder Mystery, over at Netflix. Mm-hmm. This project has been around for God knows how long. A long time. Yeah, this thing has kicked around Hollywood as long as I have. Um, <laughs> and. God, I, I can't even tell you all the names that I've heard for this over the years. But I think that Sandler and Aniston actually makes a decent pairing. He's basically a cop who takes his, his long-suffering wife on a vacation. They get embroiled in this murder mystery plot mm-hmm. uh, and get accused of, of murdering someone who they didn't. And they find themselves on the run, that kind of thing. I like Just Go With It. You know, I think that they have good chemistry. What about you? No. No. You know, not buying it. No. No, I didn't. I mean, I don't think I've enjoyed an Adam Sandler movie uh, since Funny People. Did you see the Meyerowitz stories? Yeah. You didn't like it? It was fine. Simon hates Jews. I, uh, so much, I married one. <laughs> Man, yeah. Married one Take and, host, that, Jews. and host a show, yeah. host and a host show a with, show one. with one. <laughs> Every single, ha, 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 playing the long game. Uh, maybe, I was like, maybe you have to be Jewish to, to really fully appreciate the Meyerowitz story. No, 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 I got it. I just didn't know. <laughs> I, no, I, trust me. I, 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 I understand uh, Jewishness. I'm just saying, he, um, I thought, no, I thought I just he was didn't, good I didn't, in that. Yeah. I, I will always love Sandler. I mean, that's just, I came of age listening to his albums and watching him on yeah, SNL. Yeah, no, so and... did I. But I'm just, I just, that didn't do it for me. I mean, I think the best thing he's done uh, in the last 15 years are Funny People and the movie that he did with Don Cheadle about... Rain Over Me. Yeah. yeah. That's actually really good. Movie. An amazing movie. Yeah. That is incredibly overlooked. Yes. Incredibly overlooked I, and I massively underappreciated. Mike Binder's a great director. It's so good. That's his best dramatic performance. Um, Hands down. Yes, I'll give you that. Um, but uh, but I feel like this is a, a cut above some of the other stuff that he's been doing over there, like the Ridiculous Six. It's a step up. Yeah. I mean, him and Aniston, I, I think that, that could has the potential to be really cute. Yeah. So, And this is the kind of stuff that Netflix should be making with him. And also, she kind of um, needs something with... Although I'm I'm looking forward to him and, and Chris Rock in the week of. I mean, I just, I like Sandler and Rock together. Yeah. I don't know how, I don't care how goofy it is. Um. Okay, let's see. What else? You see this morning's news. Justin Kroll broke a story that Kate McKinnon. Who's that? Yeah, I know. Kate McKinnon yeah. is joining Danny Boyle's musical. Which also has the star East End. Uh, do you watch EastEnders? You're a Brit. I, I'm aware of EastEnders. Yes. Yeah. Himesh Patel. Do you know yes, him? Is he on your radar? Uh, radar? Himesh Patel is the star of Danny Boyle's new movie. It's him, Lily James, and now Kate McKinnon. 
That she's, is very interesting. She's a good singer. I've she's liked her stuff good. on SNL when she was singing like Hallelujah. She's a very talented woman. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, did you did you like that Spy Who Dumped Me trailer? Uh, do you know what that that's a movie that I'm I'm not entirely convinced by. I'm tickled. <laughs> we'll see. But I'm not. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Um, I mean, I, th- I felt the same way about Game Night when I saw the Game Night trailers. I was like, I don't know if that's really going to be a good movie, but actually, that this one, one a, was a, a, one of the best comedies I've seen in the last three years. Yeah. So, who knows? Um, let's talk about Ready Player One. Did you see it this week? Yeah, I did. I went to the premiere. That's right, Mr. Fancy Pants. Did you go to the party too? No. What did you I'm think? I'm not that Mr. Fancy Pants. What did you think? Uh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. You also saw it on Monday night, didn't you? Yeah. Were I you saw, at the premiere? I saw it in, in the scrub theater next door. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. No scrubs, <laughs> TLC. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I absolutely loved it. I mean, I was genuinely, like, giggling like a little twat. Um, giggling like a little giggling twat. Giggling like a little twat. Uh, no, I, I was absolutely, um, I loved it. I genuinely loved it. Uh, I mean, I, 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 having said that, I think some of the characters were underdrawn. It was yes. really about the pop culture spectacle more than the drawing of the characters. That, I feel like the the pop culture stuff so, is getting so blown out of proportion. It's like ha, you know, it, it happens in the middle of these um, you know big action set pieces. Mm. It blows by. It's just like you you blink and you miss it. It when is when you're like, oh my god, yeah, in that trailer when it's like slow mo and Freddy Krueger comes out, right? That that happens. Except it's not in slow mo, and he's just like pops out, and then that's it. Like, I don't know. But, I mean, I, I for me, I mean, I enjoyed, I, I was literally um, watching it, looking for, in the set pieces, looking for all the Easter eggs, all the characters. And I, I can see myself buying the Blu-ray and freeze-framing sure, and looking and for I, all I'm the little sure bits. I'm sure fanboys will have fun with that. I just we found know it distracting. there were going to be pieces on this until, I found it distracting. like, Christmas. Really? Were you like, was that, was that so-and-so? Was that... That character from that thing, oh, and then and then, but you're not focused on the story at hand. Um, hey, look, it paid tribute to cocktails. Listen, I, so I liked I'm on it. board. I think it had an impossible job. I yeah. think that that book was great. A mm-hmm. lot of people had problems Didn't with it. it. Drew McWeeny's uh, review actually pointed out uh, some real problems that he had with Ernie Klein's book. Mm. I thought it was terrific. I thought there was no way a movie was going to do it justice. This one honors its spirit. Um, what do you think of the cast? Fine. Not amazing. I thought that they were fine, not amazing as well. There's no real standouts. And again, but it wasn't about the cast. I mean, it's it's almost like the casting took a backseat. It was more about the pop culture spectacle. Uh, By the way, Passover starts tonight. Um, People are asking. Oh. Because you brought up the whole Jewish thing. Oh, all right. um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, um, no, I mean, the casting to me and the script and everything else was kind of, that took a backseat. It was really an opus. Pop culture opus out front. Did, okay, did you cry? No. So there's only w- only when some of my friends were in the credits out of pride. There, that was about there it. There is one tear in the movie, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There, there is one tear in the movie, mm. and I shed one tear at the exact moment mm. that that tear appears on screen. So I am crying at the same time that this other that this character in the film is crying. So in that regard, I felt like Spielberg lands the emotional, land, you know, the emotional punch that he's trying to land there. Yeah. Um. He he is the master manipulator, and everything works up to that moment, and that moment worked for me, and I think that's why the movie worked for me on the whole. Okay. But I still have a hard time. See, for me, I missed that. Okay. That no, that didn't fair. land with me. Everything else did. Uh, I just I I I liked it more when it was in live action than in the Oasis, which is the whole point of going to see the movie. Mm. Uh, is you know you, I want to see what VR looks like and Spielberg's take on VR and all the limitless things you can do in VR. Yeah, and I just I it's it's tough for me to form an emotional bond with a CG character. Um, mm. There are a bunch of great think pieces about this. So what do you think of like just the message of the movie? The message of the movie is go outside. Don't you think? You see, a lot of people have have said that, but I, I, that's not what I took away from it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, for me, the message that I took away was the fact that if you can be yourself inside that environment, mm-hmm. be yourself outside that environment. That's it. That's a good one too. So people it, are going to take away different things. The whole take your take your your specs off and and go and have fun and play on the grass. It was a case of be okay with whoever you are inside your skin and be that in the that real world. That is a very that, good to take, me, Simon. was the message that I took away. Um, yeah. And also, there's not enough ogre representation <laughs> in Hollywood today. Get them in the... Get, no, I'm kidding, but no. Get I mean, ogres in the inclusion, no, that, writer. That, that, to me, I mean, I think there are there are several messages in the movie. It's not a preachy movie. It's not a, hey, everybody, I, why don't we all I, just get along? I just feel like it values human interaction... Yeah, it does. ...you know, over the sort of uh, virtual reality connections. Um, and so, also, don't judge a book by its cover. How, so how's the box office looking? Uh, it's, it's 50 million that is looking for the weekend. Which is much better than... 35 than, million, which is kind of where it was tracking about a it, week ago. So it started out at 45 to 55, yeah. then it dipped to 30, 38 to 42, and now it looks like it's going to land somewhere in the middle of that initial projection. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the reviews have helped, because, I mean, you've obviously got the people who are poster whores who are like, oh my god, best film ever. Best Steven Spielberg movie in all time. Better than E.T. You know, those, those kind of people. Um, and uh, let's tackle that. In the Steven Spielberg kind of repertoire, where does this rank for you? Is it like top five? Ready Player One? Yeah. Is like a top five Steven Spielberg movie? Yeah. No, you're fucking crazy. No. No, see, for me, it's, it's nestling around five. Wow, that is just uh, that inside. is a wild that is a wild opinion to have. Are you insane? No, I'm not. Bro, what is your top five? Are we are we classing directing and producing? Or no, directing. directing. I did my top ten list yesterday. Ready Player One wasn't even in consideration really? for that list. No, interesting. No, interesting. I mean, Jaws. Yeah. E.T. Yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan. Schindler's List. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Close, close Encounters is fourth, report. and then it's it's Ready Player One. Wow. Above Saving Private Ryan. Wow. wow. Not wow. enough lols. Wow. Crow, are you hearing this? Crow is... I guarantee you pulling his fucking hair Yeah, but also Crow side. thought that Dunkirk was going to win Best Picture. What does he know? What does wow. he know? Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm just well, saying. Just saying. Are, uh, hey, they're your rankings. But they're crazy. It's fun. It's a fun movie. It's a fun movie, hey, guys. speaking of rankings, what do you think yeah. of the fucking brackets? The bracket craze that has swept film Twitter. Let me... Let, hang on. Let me just... I've got my bracket down here. Hang on. There you go. Oh! There you go. Go to a wide shot, they folks. They are absolute... That was, that was the tiniest little middle finger I've ever seen. Like a... <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, um, I, I. they genuinely annoyed me this week. Oh, I, I had fun Genuine, doing them, no. but, they, but they annoyed me in the sense that, like... They're fucking pointless. No one knows how to build one. Stop it. No one knows how to build no. a bracket. But also, they don't matter. Seriously, if you No, but are, it's fun to... Uh, like, no, it's... No! No, it's it, no, it's not fun. <laughs> fun is like taking a relaxing poo in the morning. That's satisfying. That is That very is fun. very satisfying. But no, the brackets thing are absolutely, absolutely pointless. They are weak editorial. They are completely just no. They are People, stupid. They they did bad they ones. Too. It was my like timeline it was like ninety six Disney Pixar movies. Like that is not like the whole point of a bracket is that there there's some hard cuts made to even yeah. get on the bracket. I have to say, I I did one. I made one, and I did a great job. Okay, I did Oliver Stone. Why don't you pat yourself on the back? I, you know what? I should have gotten more attention. The tweet should have gone viral. I don't know why Oliver Stone didn't comment on it himself. Um, Speaking of directors commenting on things. Mm. We'll get back to box office in a minute. No, no, no. Give us the full box office report. Okay, uh, so uh, we're looking at uh, Ready Player One is going to do 50 million this weekend. You said that. Yeah. Uh, Pretty much, we're looking at um, Black Panther is going to be vying, oddly, um, potentially sort of second or third place for the Christian movie that we were talking about last week. Wow, that thing's still going. That is still going, and that's actually gathering steam. Well, it's Easter weekend, too. It is. Yeah, it is Easter. Yeah, yeah. It is Easter. I forget. Uh, Passover. Being, I'm so wrapped up in my Passover world. You jokes. I forget it's Easter. You own Hollywood. 
yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. So we're looking at um, Ready Player One's going to own the weekend. Uh, we're looking at Ready Player uh, a Black Panther coming in sort of two or three. Uh, that's going to take. You know, I mean, it's still going strong. It's only drop off like thirty one percent. So it's still gathering some some really strong box office. Yep. Uh, and then obviously, you know, there's nothing really. I mean, I, I can only imagine he's going to be second place. Uh, and then we're looking at. Um, I think God's Not Dead is another Christian movie that's coming out this weekend. That's that's possibly going to make top five. So much, so much Jesus. Yes, so he's, much he's Jesus all, all at the box office right now. And uh, what would Jesus do? Um, but yeah, the, I mean, it, it's really going to be Ready Play One that's going to take this week. Fifty million. I mean, it, it's over expectations that people were. I think predicting, that's a fine a fine number for this. I think it might actually top that because word of mouth and I think anticipation is is big. So I can see. That taking maybe 55, possibly 60 this weekend. Um, we'll yeah, see. We, we will see. It has been a couple of down weeks for the box office, I feel like, so well, maybe February, it'll rebound February, Yeah, I mean, February was a really strong month because of Black Panther, right. but March was actually down considerably on, right. on year on year. Pacific Rim, Tomb Raider, like these movies were like number one or number two, they but they weren't. They fine, but they didn't really yeah, they set didn't. any records. Exactly. So um, it's going to be interesting. Claire. But obviously April's going to pick up because we've got a number of big movies picking up there. So. What do you think about Spiel- these Spielberg Netflix comments? I mean, we, we briefly touched on this last week. I know. And, and I, I disagree with, with his viewpoint. And I, know okay. that Neil I forgot great, that we got into it last week on the show. Neil That's wrote right. a great piece on the tracking board. Yeah. Um, what's the website address, by the way? Tracking-board.com. Don't okay, forget that. Great. Hyphen. Neil Torrix. Uh, yeah, no, he wrote a really good piece on it. I mean, we, we both disagree with, with Steven Spielberg by the fact that he obviously said, if you've missed this story, um, the fact that Netflix movies shouldn't be considered for it's, um, it's awards. basically saying Rachel Morrison didn't deserve her... Yeah, I mean, Oscar I, I, nomination I disagree. Because she shot a TV I, don't, movie. I don't think platform matters. I think if you're a feature and you're shot as a feature and you're presented as a feature, you should be equally open to, to that. To me, it's one thing if the if it's a TV company making the movie. If it's HBO, yeah, I know it's not TV; it's HBO. <laughs> but HBO, I, I get why something like Paterno, which I've seen mm. and I liked, I understand why that's up for Emmys. Yeah. But Netflix is not just a TV company. Yes, it's on your TV, but they make movies that are as legitimate as, as anybody else's. 100%. Um, so, and some Adam Sandler stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you, if, you, uh, if you actually care about this topic, if you're passionate about it, check out uh, Neil's column on it's a the really, It's a really board. good piece, actually. Really good piece. Because it's just, yeah, with, with you know, I changed Neil's headline, but it really is. Spielberg is embracing the future with this virtual reality stuff. Yep. So why can't he embrace Netflix, which is clearly the future of this industry? Can I be really, really honest, though? I really hope that Hollywood doesn't follow on the trend of the whole let's do movies set in the VR no, space. No. They're, they're, I, I, this do, is a I special that. That, case. This is a one-off. Let's not go, hey, everybody, we're they making never a movie were, in the VR Spielberg realm. Spielberg himself was down on VR. He's like, yeah. it's not a storytelling device. It's an experience, but yep. you can't. it's tough to tell a story in VR, and I've seen so many fucking VR things, guys. They're not. They're not. They're good. not good. Um, no, we also don't not. want the Lawnmower Man universe. Um, Ready Player One screenwriter Zach Penn is writing a ROM movie. I have nothing to say about this because I don't know what the fuck ROM is. Are you? You're a little bit older than me. What? Have you, have, have you heard of this? What? No. What the fuck is ROM? No idea. Yeah. Next. Good luck to Hasbro. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you think of these A twenty four rumors? Because I put a story out there yesterday yeah so okay an hour before ready player one on yeah. monday night i'm like i'm fucking pumped i left work early i went over to my buddy's place we're going to ready player one we're gonna go early we're gonna get great seats where did you watch you by the way at the man six next next door dude. Oh, okay next door so i get a text right. and the text is like have you you know has has the a24 apple thing broken yet and i'm like what A24 Apple thing? Like, what are you talking about? They both start with A. Um, and I went back to the source, and, you know, they explained that there's, like, basically a lot of rumors, a lot of hearsay going on that Apple's going to buy A24, which is a major story. That is not just like a, oh, mm. that's a casting tip that can wait until the morning. That is a massive business story that would be chased by the Wall Street Journal and Bloomberg. Yep. Um, so I got on that pretty quickly. And nearly posted something on Monday night. Um, now, yesterday, you know, Deadline and myself ended up publishing uh, by, by according to insiders, you know, this deal is not happening. You know, they may okay. be discussing a partnership on certain projects, um, but 
you know, they're not acquiring the company outright. Uh, that said, I have heard A24 is for sale. I've heard that Amazon made them an offer that they turned that A24 turned it down, uh, that they wanted something higher, and Amazon was reluctant to go higher um, for a variety of reasons, including the fact that, uh, according to two, two sources that I have, A24 operates uh, on a loss. Okay. Um, you know, they there's a certain ceiling with indie movies. Lady Bird is their it's like their biggest grocer, and that made forty nine million domestic. Mm. Um, so it, it, it's like, is that you know, you know what does that business really look like essentially? Because they pick up a lot of movies, and, and the movies do nothing. Whether it's like Swiss yeah. Army Man, and, and that grosses like a million dollars, you know, and you're, you're you're paying two million to acquire, and then sinking God knows how much in P and A and all that into it. So, yeah. uh. I, I don't know. I'm, like, what do you make of A24 as a potential acquisition target? I mean, I, I, right now they're not sitting particularly strong. Um, I think they came out of the gate looking really good. And I think similar to STX, I just don't... I You would, don't think A24 is looking good? What do you mean? They just won Best Picture like a year ago. And yeah, then they had I Lady mean, Bird, their biggest sex success. But like success. you say, I mean, a lot of their movies don't make a huge amount of money. Well, I mean, that that is true. I would say the company is in the so, best shape that it has been, which is why a sale right now is it's the perfect time because the company is riding this it, wave. It, it is, but I don't think it's it's something that if, if it's an investment, I mean, I would see it completely being enveloped by another company and it would be a subsidiary as a kind of like mm-hmm. a, a, you know, the equivalent of a Fox Searchlight. Right, or a focus feature. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't see it as being a, we want to buy A24 because it's a, it's an ascendant, Property. Maybe that is the discussion that they're having with Apple right now. Um, I just feel like if they... It would if allow they them had... to then get into theatrical, which is something that Apple is currently not doing. If if Apple did buy it, right. and they wanted to then move into releasing th- theatrical, Apple want, right. as opposed to VOD, that would be the way that they would do it. You'd think Apple would be would, would figure out how to distribute its own movies, but yeah. I suppose, yeah, you could just use A24 to, to, to do that with. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's not really going to be a big... It's not as if they've got their own huge money-earning properties, you are going to get, you know, it's going to be no, low, low spend, moderate yield. They have a nice, a nice like, 40 or 50 film library at this point. They do. does. And, um, yeah, I just think that A24, A24 makes the kind of stuff that, that would appeal to people who would cut the cord and sign up for an Apple streaming service. I also think that Apple, in turn, would give you know what? I don't, A24 I don't, you see, I, a bunch I of would, cash. I would disagree on that. You see, I think a lot of the people who buy into that kind of um, that that kind of uh, movie making, I mean, people like myself, you like to still, they're, they're people who are diehard. They like to buy the hard format. They like to buy the steelbooks. They like to buy the, uh, the Blu-rays. They like to have a physical format. I think you might, you would see definitely return on a streaming service. But I think if you're going to do that, I would personally look at creating a hard format service rather than a, I mean, there's a couple of, there's a couple of sort of more cinema. There's Filmstruck. Is it Filmstruck? Right. Yeah. 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 Filmstruck kind of does that. Um, I would go down the Criterion uh, route and buy it as a hard format property where you could build around the film and create additional content rather than do the streaming. Personally, yeah. that for me, that would well, be the business model well, we, I would go with the a- we A24. Will see, we will see what happens, audience. whether the company is, is officially on the block or not. We will uh, have to wait and see. Um, let's talk about some trailers that popped this week. Cool, okay. Uh, did you see House of the Clock in its walls? I did. What did you think? Really good. That looked really good. That kind of, for me, that kind of came out of nowhere as a movie. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't really kind of aware of it, even in production. As soon as they got Kate Blanchett, I was like, oh, this movie is something to pay attention yeah. to, honestly. I like it. Uh, that is from Eli Roth. Yeah. Um, it'll be his second film this year. Yeah. You know, after Death Wish. I think it looked like a lot of fun. It looked like, you know, what I had sort of hoped a Goosebumps movie would look like. It's funny that it's, you know, Jack Black again, obviously, yeah. and a little boy. Um,. Kodachrome, did you watch that one, the Netflix movie? I did. That that was well liked, I thought, at Toronto. It was. How did you think it looked? Uh, interesting. Didn't excite me in any particular way. No, it's not that it's kind of kind movie. It's kind of intriguing. It's something you watch with your with your folks. Yeah. you know, on a weeknight. Um, I I just always like the pre- the premise for Kodachrome. You yeah. know that. There's only, you know, they can only develop the film a certain way, and this place is closing, and they got to take this road trip to do it because, you know, these, these photos mean a lot to them. Yeah. Um, so it's a little sentimental, but I, I like that cast. Ed yeah, Harris looks like say, he gives no, a really good performance. It's the cast and the idea that kind of sold it. Margot Robbie's Terminal. Did you see that one? 
Uh, I didn't see that trailer, although I have got a screener sitting in my inbox. Really? Today. Let so me know how you think it very is. Very excited I think about it that. Looks terrible. It looks like a bad Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah. See, I'm I'm actually I'm kind of hopeful because I I like the idea, and I just think from what I've heard from people, I didn't see the trailer this week. That I think it's going to deliver more than the trailer is kind of giving away. So I'm I'm tickle me intrigued. I I could watch anything with Margot Robbie in it, to be honest. But I, honestly, it's the, the presence of of, uh, of Mike Myers in this gives me significant pause. I don't think that's a good sign. The Dexter Fletcher. Have um, you seen the Rachel Papers, by the way? No, you you always bring up I the keep Rachel talking Papers. Talking about the Rachel yeah, Papers, no. you should. I'm going to buy you the DVD. I'm going to make you please watch that. do that in Twin Town. Do you watch uh, Westworld? I've never seen Westworld. No, I, I stopped watching halfway through the first season. Oh. I just like that hard shape box. Uh, never trailer. seen Westworld. Never seen Game of Thrones. Dude, that's why we're, we host this podcast because we're peas in a pod. Um, the Darkest Minds. Did you see that one? Yes. Did you think it looked good? Mm. Mm. I, I thought it showed uh, some promise. You know, it, it was obviously done on a budget. Uh, it looks like something that could be in the X Men universe. Yeah. Jennifer U, U. Nelson. I think this is going to be a hit for her. Um, and then the last one, what? Just for me, I mean, the, the whole YA thing, I just want to see something a bit different done in that category. And teenagers got to see something? They got to go out on Friday night and see something? There's a lot of stuff out there for teenagers. There's a lot of stuff out there. You know, I just, I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, Ready Player One, you know, Black Panther. There's a lot of stuff out there. Two films. A lot. You got to give the kids yeah. their YA movies, uh, but they're not turning out for the YA movies. That's I think the this one sounds like a smart one, though. Okay, I'm going to reserve. Trailer? I'm going to reserve judgment. Did you see the trailer for First Reformed? No, I didn't. Do that. Everybody says that 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 movie's amazing with Ethan Hawke as okay. as a priest who's like considering becoming a suicide bomber. Yeah, that old chestnut. That, yes. Another one. <laughs> Another oh one of these God. movies. How many priests yeah, can we see blow themselves up? Terrorist movie. And then two come along at what night? Uh, I thought that looked great. Awesome. And then last night I wanted to mention that I saw Andre the Giant, that documentary. And it was. I saw the trailer yeah. for that. That genuine. It was really very, good. Very good. It's funny. Uh, I cried. You know, it, it, it's sad, obviously. You cried. Yeah, I cried. The big man. He's forty. He died at forty-six. It's a sad story. And he, you know, you hear his brother and his best friend talk about him, but uh, but then you you know you hear about stories uh, on the set of the Princess Bride and, yep. and his legendary flatulence. Um, it's it was pretty damn good. Check it out on HBO in a couple of weeks. Um, and then we have just some some news bits and bobs here. Bits and bobs. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Doolittle said set up a gigantic voice cast. Huge. Cost. I mean, if you were not part of the voice cast in Doctor Doolittle, your agent fucked up. Um, I'm not even gonna recap the names. You guys... I'm not on that. <laughs> yeah. Find my agent. If you're an actor out there, I would definitely be talking yeah. to your agent if it's, you didn't make the, it into the this Harry movie. Potter of uh, a voice cast. My girl Gina Rodriguez yep. uh, lining up the Carmen Sandiego live action movie. She was, uh, you know, already going to play Carmen Sandiego yep. in animated form on Netflix. Now they're just like, yeah, we have Gina. She she likes this character. Why don't we just make a movie with her, a real one? Uh, I love that. You? Yeah. I. I'm obviously tight with Gina. I loved Carmen Sandiego as a kid. Um, I think she's going to crush it. I think this is going to be a great role for her. And I only wish, if only, you know, the same thing could happen to Oscar Isaac, who's uh, voicing Gomez in the Adams Family movies. If we could get a live action Adams Family with the. Oscar, that would be awesome. He would nail that. Gina has another Netflix movie. She has. She, it was a big week for Gina. What? She has another Netflix movie that sh- starts shooting next week called Someone Great. Mm-hmm. That got co-stars this week: Dewanda Wise and Brittany Snow. It's Great. interesting. Dewanda Wise is the actress who dropped out of Captain Marvel. Ooh. Due to a scheduling issue, which so Captain Marvel just started shooting. Yep. She couldn't do it. It was a scheduling issue. Okay. This movie, Someone Great, starts shooting next week, and she can do it. Interesting. She could have popped between the two sets. No, honestly, what, what I think is that Someone Great is, is the kind of movie that would shoot and could be done by the end of the month. Yeah. Could be done by the end of April. And it's, you know, I get the impression that Captain Marvel is going to be a long shoot. Probably goes, you know, through May and June. Yeah. Uh, you know, who God knows when she would have been needed on set. And, and she has uh, her other, obviously, her other Netflix show. She's got to have it. Um, and then lastly in Gina News, she's doing Miranda July's new movie. Yes. That sounds really cool. It does. A heist movie with Evan Rachel Wood from that show that neither of us watch. Yep. 
And Richard Jenkins, Oscar yep. nominee, and Deborah Winger. I love Richard Jenkins. He is the man. He's the nicest guy. I love the ever. idea of him like doing a heist movie too. Yeah. I'd like to see him play a shit. Just a real shit. Not, a, not an actual shit. Um, but right. no, not, I'd, like I'd, love, I'd love to see him. The emoji yeah, movie be, too. Emoji movie too. It's not happening anytime soon. Uh, no, I'd love to see him play a bad guy. I'd love to see him as a villain. Yeah. I would love to see him like in a Marvel movie or a DC movie. I would love to see him as a as a bad guy. Mm-hmm. I can see that. An evil scientist, maybe. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, James Wan teaming with Roy Lee to produce a Tommyknockers movie. Yes. Did you ever see the original Tommyknockers miniseries? Yeah. I liked it as a I kid. I did. Yeah, that was like one of the, you know, something scary that I used to watch. the Langoliers. Exactly. The Langoliers, that's right. fucking awful. Man, all those 90s miniseries that based on Stephen terrible. King. Um, Reed Moreno directing a uh, The Keeper of the Diary. Yep. Which is about Anne Frank's father sort of trying to publish her diary and mm-hmm. the, the brave female editor who decided to actually do it. Um, I think this is a nice, nice get for Reed Moreno. Yeah. She's definitely one of the... Uh, the biggest up and coming uh, film female filmmakers out there, um, and I like that they're giving this movie to a woman. Uh, Kenneth Branagh was previously attached to direct and star. Mm. Uh, Scarlett Johansson joining Jojo Rabbit, Taika Waititi's new movie. I was not aware of that until I saw the headline. Yeah. Uh, so, what is that film about? So, it's about a boy with some uh, issues right. who has an imaginary friend mm. who looks like Adolf Hitler. Because it's like set during World War Two, and Taika Waititi is going to play this imaginary friend, but it's like a nice Adolf Hitler, which is a weird. Uh, it's weird to say that as a Jew. Yeah, that's like, you know, <laughs> he's he's like a goofy, charming imaginary friend. Who, yeah, I don't know. He, the kid just calls him Adolf Hitler, but anyways, his mother is hiding a young Jewish girl in the walls. Right. Uh, and so he strikes up with a, fr- a friendship with this Jewish girl, and maybe it's like, oh, Jews make better friends than imaginary friends. I don't know what the message of the movie is, but I, 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 I trust Taiki with, with TD at this point, and obviously uh, Gang Scarjo is a real coup. Another one of those movies. Movie. No. Yeah, no, we just we, another Jew in the wall. You wait movie. for one imaginary Hitler movie. <laughs> that was the only and then title. all of a sudden they all come along at once. Jesus, <laughs> no, uh, Jesus isn't in it. <laughs> Different movie. Different movie. Rob Gronkowski. I broke yeah. this one that he's joining Joe Carnahan's new movie, Boss Level, yep. which uh, which sounds like an Edge of Tomorrow type of thing, but with Frank Grillo. Uh, hopefully. Do you know what? we? When I saw you tweet about that this uh-huh. week, we don't have enough Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo is the fucking man. I've thought so since Warrior. And so. I, I would expect him to pop up in Infinity War. Because if you remember, last, Ooh, if you remember last year, at, at, when I spoke to him at Halloween Horror Nights mm-hmm. on the red carpet, there is something happening with Crossbones, so I would not oh. rule out a Crossbones appearance. We have um, a few more bits and bombs. We have about five minutes left in the show. Uh, last Friday, Amy mm. Adams, uh, Justin yep. Crow reported, Amy Adams is in talks to join True American. Um, so it's, it, I think she's definitely in. I think Ruffle is definitely in. I yep. think Kumail is the, is the one who could be touch and go just with his schedule. Uh, he's also trying to sneak, uh, Stuber in there. Yep. You know, we talked about that last week, but, uh, I don't know. I, I, if I was true American, I might wait a couple weeks for Kumail to be available. Can I just say Don Draper in the chat room just said, um, he spat his whiskey on his keyboard. Um, it's 1030 in yeah. LA. Yeah. Why are you drinking whiskey at 10.30? I mean, I like a drink. <laughs> but, dude, it's, it's not even way? fucking lunchtime. I don't know what, what time zone he's in. But, I mean, kudos. It's Friday. It's good Friday. It's a fucking great Anyways, Friday for a- Don. A- I guess so. Amy Adams and uh, and Mark Ruffalo. Though, that, yeah. that, that's a hell of a cast for that movie. Tiffany Haddish joining the Lego movie sequel. Mm-hmm. Haddish. Um, Kevin Bacon teaming up with the Blumhouse again on You Should Have Left, which sounds like The Shining. Which, you know, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, you may be seeing some of The Shining this weekend. Can I just say that genuinely satisfied me. It was amazing. It was I, was not, I was not expecting that. And no spoilers, but if you go and see a certain movie that opens this weekend, you're going to enjoy it. Um, I, I was not expecting that. That was not something that was revealed right, it's not at in the book. all. It's not in the book. Not in the book. It's Blade Runner in the book. So... Uh, yeah, that, that, that was, was perfect. Um, just even my f- wife, who came to the premiere with me, did I mention I went to the premiere? Um, <laughs> even she was like, "Holy shit, 
Nice play, Spielberg. Three more. Uh, Michael Showalter directing yep. the Jessica Chastain, Octavia Spencer holiday comedy. He also signed a deal with Annapurna TV. Uh, I love I love Showalter. I love the big uh, the big sick. I yep. liked his movies before that. Um, I'm so glad to see that he's really come, you know breaking through in, in the mainstream and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Javier Bardem is going to play Cortez in a big uh, epic miniseries for Spielberg. Spielberg was just all over the news this week. Um, I feel like it's been a while since we've seen Javier Bardem in something really good, oh. so I'm hoping this is it. 100% agree. 100% yeah, agree. Yeah, he, he's sort of slipped Although I a do little. find it quite funny when Spielberg he's was talking about you know, TV and, and small screen, and I, I, you know, when I spoke to him recently, he was like, it's all about the big screen. And then obviously he is dipping his, his toe in the small screen arena. And he's saying he's he only got two has, more yeah. big movies. I mean, I'm just kind of like... Two more big movies? Who? He said what? He said he was doing uh, two more movies. I mean, I, I don't believe that. But what, what, like period? Yeah. No. I, I don't I don't. Th- those comments are that. misinterpreted. He's going to do like two next year. <laughs> he's going to do two next year, I believe. Wow. He's lazy. Not three, Stephen. What the fuck? Fuck. Um, and last, last but not least, I did mm. want to end the show on on this note. Uh, Diane Nelson, see that? Yep. Leaving, uh, you know, a leave of absence from DC. Um, I hope everything is okay with her. You know, people said that uh, she had she takes some time to deal with some personal stuff, including recovering from back surgery. Mm-hmm. So we wish her well in that recovery. Um, yeah. Something breaking in the chat. Um, Colin Trevorrow uh, is set to direct Jurassic Park 3. Jurassic World 3. Apparently. What, did that just hit? Yeah. Breaking news. <sighs> I mean... You close that... your laptop, dude. I mean, that. I, I mean, guess you so. missed this shit. Does that, does that surprise me? I mean, it's... So no. just, it's like J.J. Abrams. They're just, they're just bringing him back for the third one. I mean, Colin obviously lost that... Job to JJ, the Star Wars nine gig. I'm so maybe he's just like you know, I got to get back to the tentpole filmmaking. I have this, you know, I know this world as well as anybody. Why would we have anybody else but me do it? I'm really excited about the new Jurassic World movie. I'm like pissed. I, I am too, but I think Bayona is a much better director. Well, we'll find out in just a couple of months. Bay- I mean, Bayona is legit. So yeah. Um, but there you go. That'll uh, do it for the show, right? Yes. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Or are you I good? I don't think so. I think I'm good. Um, well, I'm, uh, listen, thank you so much for joining us today, Simon. I'm glad you could make it eventually. Thank you. Uh, I'll, I'll just you know tell my staff there's a reason. You're the reason I'm late an hour to work. Yeah. Really, so. really good. Well, do you do any work? <laughs> I got stories to break, baby. Have you? Got I a couple. Justin takes care I of that. Do, I do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a bitch about it. Hey. Dun, dun, dun. Right on brand for me. Thank you. Um, <laughs> hey, Simon. what's the tracking board's uh, website address, Jeff? <laughs> Tracking-board.com. Okay. Get it tattooed on your hand you so you don't You can go to Variety and hear some of the stories first, though. Um, where? <laughs> just, just a few. <laughs> just a few. I'm, where can, I'm just joking. Where can the good folks find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at showbizsimon. Where you can find all of Simon's hot scoops about production start dates. I've got a couple of hot scoops in the next couple of weeks, by the way. Uh, (laughs) I'm just saying. Hey, Expendables 4. Editor-in-chief of the tracking board. Expendables 4. It's going to happen. Thanks for watching the Popcorn Talk Network. Make sure to rate, comment, subscribe. Have a great weekend. Some people love this Jesus is coming back, guys. Bye. Hey, happy Passover. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.